0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is believed. It's the corner where the tree sits. Is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It, it comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is
1: here. We've touched down from a higher plane for my, you Why you made it here?
0: We always look forward to that week because it was always intense.
1: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys <laughs> still, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashes cause you still on the feet This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. And who are you picking to win the World Series? I'm picking the Royals, but I don't think that's going to work out. We'll see. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey there, Marcus Dash here, co-host of Chief Concerns. At the conclusion of this episode, please make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast right here on YouTube. And for all you listeners out there, please be sure to give us a five star review on any of the platforms you use to listen to us. I want to thank you all for listening to us throughout the season, and we look forward to engaging with you all throughout the off season. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm here with our host, former tight end Jason Dunn, and tonight we are joined by NFL draft guru, owner of NFL Draft Diamonds, Damon Talbot, for our second annual uh, Chief Concerns Mock Draft. Um, Damon, it's awesome to have you on, man. We're really, really looking forward to doing this with you.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It's it's hard coming from the Bills Mafia and coming and joining a Chiefs show, but I'll tell you <laughs> what, man, I'll I'll make the best of it and I'll try to be unbiased. I promise. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Look, look you got to appreciate it, right? I mean, you know, for the simple fact, you're thinking about the top, you know, top two teams, I, I would say in the AFC, no doubt about it. Uh, and, and, and given that good, look, and, and Buffalo has a, a, a great, great history. I, I'm not mad at them at all. I mean, I had a lot of good friends that played up there in Buffalo. So I, I got a little love, man, for up there with the Bills, man. So it, it's it's a good thing. That's all right. It's good. you enjoy it. It's going to be a good time. I bet. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so tonight, so a lot of our viewers uh, and our Twitter followers have really suggested that we do a mock draft like we did last year. Last year, we did all seven rounds, which is tough to do. Uh, but this year, we have so many picks, so we're doing the first three rounds. We got six picks in the first three rounds, and Jason's going to be wearing the hat of Brett Veach today, and Damon's going to give us the, the full analysis, analysis, comprehensive analysis on whoever we draft or whoever Jason selects for the Chiefs picks tonight. Um, so, yeah, so that's the, the way it goes. So that's going to be the first three rounds, and it's going to be a lot to get into. So um, you guys ready to get started? JD, yeah. You, you ready? You're on the clock, buddy. You ready? Let's go. Let's All do right. it, man. Let's All right. It. So we'll begin with the 29th pick of the first round. So we're going to simulate the first uh, 28 picks there. But, uh, J.D., with the 29th pick of the first round, who are you looking at? Um, who do you think the Chiefs should be selecting the 29th pick? If you're mock-trapped, who do you have for the Chiefs?
0: okay so I did a couple mock picks all right I, so I want to I want to preface all of this with you know who I think may be available at the time uh, not necessarily who I really want uh, possibly because I just think some of the guys that that may have the potential uh, we may not get I think these guys may necessarily be gone but the ones that I, I'm hearing kind of through this whole process that may necessarily be there 29 possibly uh, is kind of where I'm gonna start with right? Uh, And also, too, I'm going to preface by saying I'm I'm looking at team needs, uh, what I think would would work for the Chiefs system wise, defensively, uh, offensively, uh, not just right now, but for the future. So, um, with the 29th selection, 29th selection for the Kansas City Chiefs, I think I'm going to take KR Elam, uh, quarterback from Florida. So, That's that's my guy. I I like him. Matter of fact, uh, my strategy, because we're talking about a lot of things that we need. Right. We know we need a corner. We know we need a a wide receiver. We need edge. uh, But holes wise myself, I think defensively, uh, if you get a corner, a guy that that has the ball skills that he has. okay, the length that he has, the speed that he's got natural skills who, without a doubt, uh, plays big and talented. Uh, against all the big names and the talents and all the the, he's just going to get better with the competition he's going up against that's the way I've seen it and and so when I was seeing on film uh the things he was doing man he was he was when I'm talking about impressive I mean I really really liked him I liked him a lot um and so if we can get a guy like that here with the Chiefs on defense at corner uh to me I think man he's a great fit so Damon what do you think You know, I, I, it's kind of a, it'd be a kind of a
2: surprise pick in a way, not saying that he doesn't, he's definitely top 25 worthy. Um, I live right here near Gainesville. I've watched him play live. The kid is a ball hawk. He is a beast on the football field. You you said it right. I, you know, I think with the 29th pick overall, I think the chiefs are probably going to go best player available and there's, there's going to be some guys that are there and, you know, Will they take a corner necessarily first overall? I don't know. I'm not trying to discredit Jason or saying anything negative on this. I'm just saying, like he said in the beginning, it's hard to determine who's going to be there. If you look at the top 30 visits, most of the guys that they have brought in for the Chiefs for the defensive back position are late round guys or guys that are kind of like brim guys like Jalen Watson from uh, Washington State or um, Greg Jr. from Watchtop Baptist, they're small school guys or smaller guys that are pushed down the ranks, which usually says that they're kind of probably interested in what they have on their roster. Now, I'm not saying they won't go get a top tier corner because they do have extra picks from the Tyreek deal. So it could be a great option. I think a player that could fall to you and I hope I don't ruin your 20 or your 30th pick. Why don't uh-huh. I let you do the 30th pick? And then I'll go over and say a couple guys that I think could be there and throw out a couple more possibilities because there could be some sneaky, you know, some sneak moves in here if we can. So why don't you go ahead on 30 and then I'll come back and answer for
0: both. So I, I, I kind of like what you said with that, because, I, you know, if, if Elam slides down to us, right, and that's, that's almost what I was thinking, too, he could be the next best guy on the board. Right, like if he slides down, I'm thinking, look, you got to get a guy like this, right? That, that's to me would be the next best guy possibly on the board that at least I would take, especially you know, dealing with the need, right? And so, you know, the willing to deal into these things, like I said, if Elam will last that long, like you said, he, he's top 25 worthy, no doubt about it, right? He's, he's not the top corner, but he's right there where he's saying teams could use his skill set, no doubt about it, and so, uh. Um, so i go to my, my 30. So my 30 is this. And, I, and, 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 and kind of my thinking is, and, and if I'm Brett Veach, this is my druthers. I have it like I want to. I've said I want to be more defense heavy because of the holes that we had to fill. I mean, there's a reason we have all these, these draft picks. Let's use them for what the holes that we have on defense. Now, not saying that the Chiefs don't like the guys in the room, because I know they do. But we also lost a, a great guy of free agency, which we need to replace. And so also, too, if it throws into the, the time and like we don't have, you know, uh, uh, Tyron Matthew or some of those guys that have the skill set. We need a guy back there who is a dog who plays um, man coverage with the best of them, right? Put their hands on them. It comes up. If you can tackle, do all those different things. 30th pick. I'm thinking now. Edge wise, I'm going to have to go with my man, uh, Arnold. uh Every, every DK or what is that? You yeah, know, I know yeah. it's yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I like him a lot, and so I've, I've been kind of going back and forth between him and and in my faith I really have, as far as like what we could use utilizing this defensive system. But I I like him a lot just because of the simple fact uh, his athleticism seems to kind of jump off the board a little bit more to me. You know, uh, and, and I'll say this when. And and I've I've evaluated, I've worked, you know, combine, regional combines. I've, I've, you know, scouted, you know, I've coached college ball for the last uh, 10, 11 years, right? And so scouting talent and looking at guys, I can remember a scout telling me, he said, Jason, he said, when I'm looking at these guys, and this is at the combine, he said, I'm looking at these guys, if these guys can land up against you on Sunday, right? Who are we talking about? One of the best blocking tight ends. That ever played a game? If I, we sit over saying a guy that's been here, we know what he's going to do, what he's going to bring to the table. Can this guy come against you on Sunday, right? And it, it never left me. That had never left me, and I'm sitting <laughs> there thinking, "Oh yeah." If I'm looking at I'm looking we'll look at these defensive ends or these edge guys, so I'm lining them up. I know immediately if I could be able to put my hands on a guy, right? And look, and, I, and I'm telling you, I've gone against the best, okay? Just through my my career, through that 12 years in the, in the FL. I've had, you, you name it, right? Reggie White, Bruce Smith, Charles Mann, uh, 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 Kevin, uh, Kevin Green. I mean, you name it. The whole Bills defense, right? The whole Bills defense. I mean, just You know, during that time, in that era, uh, Charles, Mann, uh, uh, Charles Haley. I mean, you name it. I mean, I've I'm, I'm going against these guys. So when I look at this guy, I, I like his athleticism when he jumped off the board. So that's my 30th pick. Uh, so go ahead, Damon. What do you think? So I I love it,
2: Um, he is an absolutely, he is a freak, he is an a beast. He's got the big enough, he's big enough to to play um, on your guys' line and get production for sure. I think where I'm gonna go back to is this. I think there's gonna be players that drop every year you see it happen. The Chiefs are intelligent. The Chiefs are not going to waste a pick and they're not going to reach. They're just not going to. They're going to let people fall to them, and, yeah. and that's what makes that's what makes the Chiefs amazing. If you go back and you look at their drafts, it pisses me off. But they're they're amazing at what they do. They'll allow a kid. What was you, what's your what's the offensive lineman's name from Tennessee? Trey um,
1: Smith. You guys oh, Trey got Smith. Yeah, Trey, Trey Smith. Smith.
2: He falls yes. to you. No Oh, we don't <laughs> want him because of this medical man. He's been a beast for y'all. Right. Right? right he comes in, right, he's been playing yeah. damn near every nothing stopped. And, and that's that's what the Chiefs do that separate them from the next team. And that's why they're the best damn team year in on, year out. It's it's the Patriots all over again. I hate him. But we'll go to this. This is where I think players are gonna drop. Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Listen. Do not be surprised if this guy falls to twenty nine. He has really he has he has several domestic violence cases that are in his past that are going to come up and he's going to drop them And you know, damn well as everybody else. People are afraid of it. People are afraid of negative media. You know, who's not afraid of it? Andy Reid, Andy (laughs) Reid, Tyreek Hill. I mean, uh, (laughs) come on now right
0: right right you take Absolutely. the best
2: available player and you know what mm-hmm. if Devonte wyatt falls to you at 29 and he's just sitting there waiting for you to do something not many other teams are gonna do anything because they're gonna be like well why did that team pass why did the packers pass or why did this team pass and they're gonna be wondering why And yeah. there he is just sitting there like trey smith like, hey, gift, free gift with a bow on it. And right, then right. the 30th pick, another guy, just like just different guys that could fault you. Jamison Williams, right? The wide receiver. Could he still be there? We don't know what his medicals really checked out to be. He had to go back for a recheck in Indy for the medicals. Is he a hundred percent? What has he been doing? No one, none of us really know if he's can, if he can go. Yes, he's a hell of a player, but those medicals scare teams. In mm-hmm. NFL teams, as you know, they look for guys that can come in right now and produce. But when you have the luxury to have two of them, you can take a flyer on a guy and wait a year. David Ojabo from Michigan. Yeah, That's another guy, I, just, I, he just tore his ACL in, in Pro Day. Or mm-hmm. Achilles, one of them, I can't remember Killings, what he yeah, Achilles, yeah. yeah, yep. If yeah. you can get that guy and he falls to you, hello, I mean, you take him, right? I mean, that that he should be a top 15 pick. So mm-hmm. there's yeah. potential to get amazing football players early in the draft of the 29th and 30th pick. But let's not throw this out there. What if they do a package deal and swing a trade for Debo? What if they What if they throw a pick and give Debo the 25 million? Then we're going to give Tyreek and, not, and yeah. say we're going to use you as a wide receiver. You get to come play with Patrick Mahomes, or you get to play with a rookie. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes for 200, Alex. I'll take it with 25. Right. right. You're going to the best team in the AFC potentially, and the NFC stacked right now. I would want out too. Yeah, I mean, everybody in that division—they're stacking it up. And then you got the AFC West is stacking up. So, if you can go to a team right and you can make that team better to compete, the Chiefs got to be thinking really hard with what the what the Chargers have been doing, what the Raiders have been pulling off. You got to be thinking like, what can we do? And you don't want to leave the Chiefs fans like, man. We don't, we, you know, what if, what if we don't do something? Yeah, Jamison, Jameson Williams might fall to you, but is he a Debo Samuel? No, not right now. Debo Samuel right now can come in and change some things. He he can be used like a Tyree Kill. You already know what Tyree Kill can do in that offense. Now imagine what a Debo can do. Now I'm not saying they're going to give up both picks, but you have six picks in the top 100. That's pretty valuable. Maybe you give up, maybe you give up a couple of the picks that you got for Tyree. And you end up landing Debo because he's unhappy on draft day. And they, they want to find a replacement. Maybe they come up and didn't draft the Jameson Williams, who's still there. So at that point, I think you have options for the Chiefs. I, I wouldn't rule out a lot of people. A couple other guys I could see falling to you. Maybe Nicobe Dean, if he falls that far for the linebacker. Yeah, You guys have had some interest in linebackers coming in. I like your linebacker core, but maybe that's something that if, I mean, if he's the best player available, maybe they just reach out and Swing for so I mean yeah. I don't I don't know I mean you have some amazing picks but I will say this what if an offensive tackle falls to you what if Trevor Penning falls past 20, 20 he falls to twenty nine do you take him the offensive tackle from UNI Orlando did. Brown's twenty five he just got franchised do you want to pay him that much money I mean that's that's an option I mean you could take an offensive lineman here too or a replacement I personally would keep Orlando Brown at twenty five and try to give him a long term deal. But you know, contracts are getting insane right now. Sorry to yes, cut you are. off, Marcus.
1: No, I was just say we, we talked about this in the show. Uh, you know, right tackles a, a giant question mark for us. And what if we we put this guy at right tackle for for a, a rookie for a year and see how Orlando Brown kind of progresses in the offseason and and this uh, this year coming up? Um, that's something we've talked about JD. I mean, I know I know you wouldn't be opposed to that.
0: Not at all. But the only thing is, you know, when we and and, and you know this because. When you're going right tackle to left tackle, it, that's that, that's two totally different positions. I, I mean, it really is. I, I, don't, I don't think sometimes people just oh we're going to plug in their tackle, it, and it's not that easy. It isn't. Atlanta Brown had a, he struggled his past. I, I, I'll say relatively struggled, right? Because the sets are different, the angles are different. You know, getting back. I mean, we're talking about this is the blind side. You're going to have the, the the best guy that you had to go against on the on the left side, and so it, it's. You got to learn your feet, your hips, and everything has to be in order. And it it takes time. It takes time for moving from right to left. And so I was just saying, man, the the transition for him to be good—he's a—he's a a good player. He's a great player. The transition may take a little bit longer because he's going from right to left. And and you know that that it does—it takes time for a guy that goes look as a tight end who switches to right to left. You know, and I had to block right to left sometimes. I had to switch my feet up, and a, a lot of that is. Like gauging, you know, getting back. Your steps back are, are a lot different. You got to practice this thing over and over again, right? I mean, your sets, your hand placement, all those things go into it. Uh, the integral parts, of, especially learning that position. I, uh, and I think people don't realize, you know, when you do tackles, like, oh, well, you know, we're just going to plug him in. it. Uh, uh, it's not quite like that. So you, if you guys are playing right tackle, you want to keep him a right tackle. Orlando Brown is a guy who's like high caliber tackle, who can make a transition to the left tackle, right? There's not a lot of guys can do that and be effective. It's just, it's, it's not. And so I, I think it talks a lot to, you know, what he can give, what he gave his past year and who he is. And I, and I like what you said about that, Damon, about, you know, do you invest in this guy? If we know Pat's going to be here, then you got to make sure there's going to be somebody to protect Pat the whole time, right? You got to keep yep. that guy here. So I don't know if you play musical chairs as far as like getting another tackling here. You don't want to keep doing that, you know, Look, Pat's here. You want, you want to make sure you got, you know, this this wall that's here too, right? That's fortified. And so as long as you have, you know, the guys, we love who we got in the room right now, right? I know, I know I'm kind of going off on this, but, you know, when you look at uh, maybe, get, like you said, getting a tackle, yeah. If he falls in, because you had to think about, yeah, the contract negotiations. I mean, this is everything that comes up. Everybody's talking about these things, right? Man, if he's available, do we take him? Yeah, we might have to. So that's the that's the beauty of having that many picks. It really is, because it gives you that flexibility to say, you know what, we could give something up, maybe get this guy if we want to. If that's the necessarily need, because we know in the contract negotiations, it's going to go, you know, a little wary long term. Right. Same thing with the Debo thing. You know, I now personally, I say this, David, I, I mean, I like Debo a lot. I don't take anything away from this guy at all. I mean, I, th- everybody would love to have you. The question is, are you willing to give up what you want to give up to get a guy like that, right? Because I said, you know, we Tyreek, who had the deal here, guy that we knew, you know, fully well, uh, wanted to take his talents elsewhere. Fine. That's, that's fine. He's right to do that. Wish him well. Debo comes in. He's uh, a solid player, runs the football a little bit, uh, do you take away all the picks and the capital that you have to get this guy here? And you got to pay him top twenty-five, top money on top of that too, right? I mean, I know we say it twenty-five million, but I hey, look, he doesn't see what Demonte got. He's seen what he got. He's looking like, look, you see my production, all right? I need to get paid what those guys are getting paid. That's 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 ultimately what he's looking for, which he should. Hey, look, man, I'm a guy get as much money as you can <laughs> please don't get it if they don't pay you get it absolutely right make them a right get you a bag give you a, a, a blank check go ahead brother go ahead get it you know what i'm saying i'm all for it i just don't know if the chiefs like you said because of like the style they're doing do we want to go through this like giving this up especially this close to you know they uh, well here's the here's guy. my thing though he made a yeah. comment he made a
2: comment today in, in, that, in that tweet when he was talking to Jeff Darlington. He said, it's not about the money. Mm. It's about other things. We don't know right. what them other things are. If it's really not about money, yeah. you really kind of like, where would you want to play? He doesn't have a no trade clause or anything like that. But at the end of the day, right. if, if I, they've already basically kind of said that Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback. You don't know what your production is going to be like, and you're in a right. contract year. If you right. don't produce like you did last year, you're not hitting 25 million. If you hold out, you can at least get 25 million. So that's that's the mindset. That's where I'm at with it. And I think that the Niners are kind of over the barrel with this. Um, obviously the Jets can afford a lot more and other couple other teams can afford a lot more. But I mean, ultimately if Debo says, I'm not gonna go play for them, he kind of holds the cards because you know they can do that. And that's what happens. So. I don't know. I All just right. threw them I threw through them things out there but I will tell you this. If you want an athletic guy, like I said to Trevor Penning in the offensive tackle. He, he is he's played both positions and at UNI. Um, but he's tenacious as hell. Um probably one of the probably one of the more ruthless offensive tackles that I've ever watched. Um, and you can see that in the senior bowl, like he was hitting dudes afterwards, oh, pushing can. dudes into the push, oh, pushing yeah. dudes into yeah. field goal post and everything. Yeah, that's I what that. I want. I hey, look, yeah. You got Patrick Mahomes, you better have somebody hitting their ass. Right, know, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> are, I he's I was like, like yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. He, did you just hit Patrick? Oh, you know, he turns around, right. but he's, you know, I don't know. Hey, look, man, yeah. you, you got to protect that dude at all costs. That's all I'm saying. So, but right. no, I like that that was where I, came. I, love, I love that.
0: I love that, man. I did. I see one of these, you know, we pushed him I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to start
2: uh, fights. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Now, uh, Daniel, so, uh, no, go was, ahead. I want to ask you about a um, receiver. So, I, I was talking to uh, Darius Snow. He's a safety, uh, uh, Michigan State. I do a podcast with his dad, Eric Snow. Um, and I asked him just about the, some of the receivers in this class, Um I said, who were the who are your favorite receivers? Or, or who do you think are the best receivers in this class based on your experience, you know, guarding these guys? And he said the Ohio State receivers. He said, rank them how you want to. He said he was those, those are the best uh, in the press best prospects in this draft class, um, once he's faced at least. And I was I was mainly asking about uh, Chris Olave because I'm a huge fan of his. Do you see him possibly being around the the 29th, 30th, or no? If Olave falls
2: to you at 30, I can see Andy Reid running up on the stage to throw T- tickets and stuff. Throw the name plates at them. Olave should not be there at twenty nine, and neither should Garrett Wilson. Both of them should be done in the top fifteen. But if I mean, you never know. You never freaking know. Draft is stupid. You don't know if people go on quarterback binge. People just start drafting quarterbacks. I heard rumors today that Carolina is considered trading down. That they're they're willing to trade down, and they're not looking at quarterback. They're looking at a different position. So it's like. It could be interesting. The value is not going to be there like it is in the top ten this year because th- there's so many teams that have multiple picks. If they really wanted to go up to get somebody, they could. Um, but will they? And that's the thing. I think that if the right player falls, you'll see trades. You're going to have people drop, and that's just the way that it works. And unfortunately, there's a lot more things behind the scenes that happen that we don't know about. There's failed drug tests. There's, there's different things. There's lying, simple, stupid stuff, which... You know, I didn't realize how big it is, but if you lie to a team, man, that'll, like, crush your stock. Just, like, stupid little lies. Like, they're petty. So, you know, if somebody lies like that, they might take them right off the board. And you're like, well, why did they pass on that guy? You know, so, I don't know. Just, there's going to be players that drop, but Olave should not be one of those, and neither should Garrett Wilson.
1: Paying off a debt can be very stressful, especially when you're keeping track of multiple monthly payment dates. If you're done with balancing all these different due dates, narrowing your debts down with a personal loan could be your answer. This will make things go much smoother with one due date a month, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free. It won't affect your credit scores and could even save you money in the process. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loanoffers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com loan loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com/slash loan offers. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe that's b-l-e-a-v again that's athleticgreens.com slash believe these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease athletic greens take ownership of your health
0: this will bring it to all right the third pick right second round all right the third pick that i'm looking at i don't know if this guy's gonna be there and and to be honest with you I'm looking for the need, what we need, okay, with the Chiefs, and so we're looking for another another guy opposite of MBS, okay. That's that's what we need. I'm, I'm thinking offensively. This is where we're looking for that wide receiver if the guy is available, okay. And so I'm, I'm gonna preface this. Uh, this I'm, I'm gonna say. There's three guys. There's three, and I don't know if they'll fall, but I like Johnny Dotson. I like uh, 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 George Pickens. And I like uh, Christian Watson, okay? it's three guys, all right? Now, I'm going to give you all three three guys, okay, for the, for, for the fact. And here's the thing, because I, I don't know if these guys – look, we know guys – people need wide receivers. We know they need wide receivers all over the league, right? I mean, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the teams that's picking – before is on 50, I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, I don't know if these guys will be there. Because <laughs> it's like it's going to start going like hotcakes, right? But those three guys, Jahan Dotson, look, what he's been able to do, the route running ability, getting open in his hands. To me, like when I'm sitting over here, a guy like that just makes sense. I mean, he, he really does. Offensively, like making a transition into the NFL, and we're talking about a guy who who, who runs great, crisp routes, okay? Uh, Didn't have the, the greatest of quarterbacks, okay? It, it played in college, throwing it to him all, all the time. And so the, the things he was able to do just looks so seamless to me like it just looks so n- natural and, and easy and so when i'm, I'm, I'm evaluating, when i'm looking at, at wide receivers when a guy's just taking off running he's running routes and coming out of his break and he's just catching the ball I, it just it seems so natural to him like it's this is something he was he was built to do right and so he kind of has like a little bit of that twitch motion in this evaluation maybe it's too far now I, I learned this a long time ago not to use guys names and other guys because sometimes like look don't no disrespect this guy by saying this guy's name, you know if he ain't got there yet. He ain't earned that. But the way his he runs, uh, I don't know. Like to me, he he kind of looks. I'm I'm just a guy back in the day, and not really comparison, but I, this kind of how he runs routes, just kind of twitchy. It's like Marvin Harrison in the way. I don't know, but he kind of seems a little bit that way. I see like little flashes of that in him plus the way he's able to pluck the ball out of the air. That's why I, I love more than anything else. And I think uh, what we've been missing is kind of like sure-handedness on, on the Chiefs. It's like the guy just plucking the ball. Like when you throw the ball to him, you know, he's going up to pluck it. And so they, was throwing, uh, they, was, they were showing a couple of videos of uh, Tyreek, like, especially like in the playoffs. So he went up for one, and he tried to catch it like this, and it, it, they intercepted it. Dotson, he's without a doubt. You throw it up it to him. He's going to go get it. It's just like Pat would throw it up there to him knowing he's going to make that catch, right, in that matchup. And so he's not scared to go up and get it. You can see his high point skills. I mean, he's catching it. He's on it. I mean, his ball skills and set is, is, is incredible. That's what I love about him, OK? So Dotson, I like him. Now, I'm going to go to Pickens. I've, I've been kind of talking to people. Of course, on on Twitter about this guy. I don't like Watson and Pickens. I like Pickens. I like Pickens a lot. Now, obviously, the the injury, okay, the ACL coming back is an issue. It's cause for concern. Uh, the guy's got ball skills. He's got body control. He's got great hands. He, he's, you know, he can. He can. He's a guy that can do it all. He really can he, He's a guy that you, you know is going to run good routes, he's going to body guys up, uh, run by guys, and so he understands you know route running too. He, do, he does a great job setting guys up, man. He, he, he does, it, I mean, he looks phenomenal out there, right? I mean, anybody would love to have a guy like that, uh, and so I think he'll fall just because of the injury in itself. We we're talking about injuries, the team's like, hey, you know, I, this guy I like him, but do I like him that much for this? So I think he might be a guy that could fall to us. Uh, for the 50th pick no doubt about it right so i like pickers i like him a lot man just his athletic ability plus when you look at how he's his exuberance on playing like making plays i love that i love that swag about it you know what i'm saying because he, he's he wants to compete he's like look i know i'm out here and i know i'm gonna take this guy first down on you let's go and he's just gonna keep coming at you and i love it i, I just love that guys that have that confidence that's oozing out of him. And he has it all about him. So that's what I love about Pickens. Now, my third guy, right, is the, the Watson, okay? This is Watson. Because he played in North Dakota State, everybody's like, is he going to be able to translate up here to the NFL, right? Listen, this is what I know. Same thing going to scouting, playing the ball. I played with his dad, for one. I played with him uh, up in okay. Philly. Okay, so I know he comes from from great stock. I know he comes from a good dude, for one, all right? And I know his his father got him right. And I know he's got the NFL mindset. I've seen this guy just get better and better every single year when I start looking at the tape and I start looking at the numbers. And everybody was talking about, oh, man, he's a drop machine, this and that. Well, they don't tell you after the third game this past season, he didn't drop not one ball. You know, everybody keeps missing the fact when he went down to the senior bowl, he's torching every DB that was out there, right, on this high-level competition. He's taking everybody's name. Not to mention, if freak act. You know his athleticism. Man runs a four or three. Okay, he can go hit his head on the goalpost every time you get the ball to him. Right. And so when I'm sitting over here, and I was, I was, I was kind of talking about this. Like we lost Tyreek Hill. You're talking about it. You need a head banger that that, can, that is a triple threat, triple threat return. Okay, he can return the ball. You can hand it off on just sweets. You can give the ball to him. Okay, he can hit, take the top off the defense, and I'm talking about running by guys. The, the ones I was seeing Pickens uh, die for, he's running, he's running past it, he's catching up uh, underneath it. I mean, he, that's because he has that speed. And so when I'm looking at it, what I know about guys from smaller schools is there's a there's a sense of heart in them, Okay, that he wants to prove himself every time, and he's looking to get better. And we talked about a guy who's just a hard worker, and you see it in his production over the years that once he gets, like, NFL coaching from guys to know exactly what he is he's going to do, the guy's going to produce. I, 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 to me, I think he's got star written all over him, right? Look, he may, he may take a little time to get there, but I, I think once he gets there and he figures it out, get some real toolage and some coaching, this guy right here, is, he's going to be taking off. And the thing is, I learned this from John Gruden. John Gruden always said, man, don't be a robot. Don't be a robot, Jason. When you run routes, I, know that I got what he said. He said, man, use your athletic ability with the system that we're running for your skills. Once we get there, you know, you know the route to run, I need to see Jason Dunn run that route. I need to see that four or five come out of you. I need to see that that basketball in your hips come out when you're running that route now. So Christian Watson, get there, and we're talking about the system that we run. I think Johanny Dodson and Christian Watson with the system that we run will be an ideal guy to be here. For the simple fact, you hand the ball out to him, you throw him in short, intermediate routes, you know, run some bubbles and stuff like that with him, let him go hit his head on the goal post. So that's where I'm at with it. So I'm going to let you talk, man. I know I'm talking a lot, man, but I, I just get excited now instead am talking. But go ahead. Go ahead. No,
2: I think I, I love it. I think a wide receiver is definitely where I think you'll go at 50. uh I think a couple more people that you could definitely go. I mean, I think John Mechie will fall to you from Alabama. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if Alec Pierce, uh, George Pickens' Mm. teammate, the the little white boy, I think he could be another sneaky, sneaky guy that could come in and do something. I do think Pickens will be there at 50. I think he could do I think Dotson will be there at 50. and. Watson, I'm not 100% sure about. I think Watson will probably be gone by 50, by 50. but you never know, I could be wrong. I can tell you this I watched I had the pleasure to watch Watson um, his entire career. I scout small schoolers and um, Watson is everything that you said. Um, he's probably one of the best return men in the in the draft. Um, it's not even close. I mean, he hits speeds yeah. that are ridiculous on his returns, and he's one play away from breaking it. And that's what Tyreek Hill was. So you, you kind of hit them on the head. I think with the 50th pick, if you do go wide receiver, I don't think you can go wrong with any one of those five that we just mentioned. But mm-hmm. you definitely want to give Pat more weapons. Uh, losing Tyreek <laughs> Hill is a lot of targets. You guys lost D. rob and you lost one more wideout, right? Who was
0: it? Yeah, Kriegel. I- yeah. Pringle. Yeah, Pringle so you for add Chicago.
2: Up, if, yeah, if you add up all those missed targets, now that they're missing, they're going to need to find somebody else to split it up. Tyree Kill had 150 plus targets last year alone. That's a lot. That's a lot of targets. So that's 10 targets a game, give or take, you know, when you start breaking it down. I mean, that's a lot of targets. So who are you going to disperse them to? Is it going to be Juju? Is it going to be, you know, the guys that they have? MV, you know, Mark was Scantling, whatever. Um, I don't know, but I mean, I'll tell you this, you got to you got to find weapons and you got to replace them. And I think last year in the draft, the Chiefs were well, not even the draft, just just in free agency and the offseason, their main goal was to protect Patrick Mahomes, and they did that. Um, yeah. they did a great job at it. And this year, I think they're going to do what you said is get the defense right. I think they're going to try to do everything they can to get the defense right and add weapons and especially cheaper weapons, guys that they can groom into the the Andy Reid system over years that they don't have to pay $25 million to. So any three of those, any five of those guys would be great. Okay.
1: Yeah, The, the Dotson traffic, um, uh, my, my brother and I were talking about that, J.D. We actually said that uh, he reminded us of a Marvin Harrison, Tyler Lockett, like kind of hybrid. That's what he kind of reminded uh, my brother and I of. So yeah. it's funny, it's funny yeah. you said that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and so it and, and kind of, same thing to the point, we were just kind of talking about real quick. Uh, offensively. Right, we know contracts. Juju's on a one year deal, okay. Yep, is, is is his last year on his deal, right? So now all of a sudden it's going to be MBS, and then who else? And so, like you said, taking targets away a guy like that that you are are, are helping uh, to groom, okay, if you will, in the NFL, okay. You give me little stuff where he's he's kind of catching up because you got you got veterans in the room right now, right? You, you got MBS, you got Juju. And You got uh Hardman, and then you calls. So you got Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, yeah, guys in here who's played in NFL, right? Who will help him in his pro- progression. And so, a guy like that, because he's getting better, who wants to learn, who's easy a sponge, I-, I think, like, man, to me, uh, because of his skill set, like you said, he, the return man, all those different things, man, come on, man, you got that guy in the room already, right? You got him in the room. I say he's as close to Tyreek Hill than anybody else, he's a guy that. Patrick could be like, hey, I'm just going to throw an effort. Uh, Watson's down there somewhere, right? He, he could be that guy, you know? So that's what I got. So my next pick, okay, round two. It's uh, at, at 62, and I think this guy, he, he's been coming up on the boards lately, uh, and I watched him here, okay? And... Uh, I like him a lot. There's two guys. I'm gonna give you two. Let me give you two. See what you think. Okay. Josh Pascal from Kentucky. Okay. He's I've watched him since he's been here. And I I, I have a great friend who's, who's uh he, he's a strength coach over UK. All right. And he always gives me all the, and I, I'm friends with the, the the staff up here, UK, you know, I, I know these guys, he jumps out to me all the time. I mean, every time I'm watching him, they rave about this guy all the time. And when you watch against the defense and the competition he's going against, he's always showing up. He's always in on the play. And it's all like, I'm like, man, this dude, oh, man. I'm like, it's him again? Wow. It's him. And, and, and he's relentless. And so what we need, we've been missing, in my opinion, is relentless guys on the line, Okay like that hunger just keep getting after guys okay and so he gives you that run game that he, he can he can he can definitely uh, hunker down okay and give you that that guy on that line of defense that could stop the run share the guy and get the tackle he, he has that ability about it and I think he's ready now because he's done that all in the SEC <laughs> against all the competition against all the best guys uh, you name the tackles or whoever who's coming out this year? John has knocked out each and every one of them. He, he, he's he's done his best against him, and he's done a great job. So he's already ready, I think, for the NFL. So I like him a lot. The other guy I think might be there that I like too. Okay, uh, I watched him in the senior bowl, and I start watching a lot more of his tapes and some of the games uh, that I like. Logan Hall. So I don't know if Logan Hall is going to be there, but I like him a lot, and so he's another of those guys that high energy guy that keep coming. He's got the size. He's got the strength, enough strength, where he could play. You know, in this defense to be effective. And so, but a guy like that, man, it could just move around. I like him. So, what do you think?
2: Uh, you know, it's funny. I, if I showed you my paper, I have Josh Josh Pascal. I mean, I, that's who I have. I think oh, he really? fits your. De- I think he fits the defense exactly what you said. He fits it perfect. Amazing storyline behind him. You got to really check out his storyline. Uh, beat cancer. I mean, I think he had cancer and beat it, overcame it. Um, mm-hmm. He was a guy I wanted for the Hula Bowl. I worked for the Hula Bowl. I was trying to get him down there. I tried everything I could. I was begging him, basically, and he didn't. He, You know, obviously, he went to a bigger game, but I tried. I Damn it, I gave it <laughs> my all. But uh yeah. you know what he yeah, he, he absolutely. He'll be a guy that I think will be there at 62 that can make your defense a lot better. One guy that I have on that list that I think maybe a little rich for this 62nd 60 second, 62nd 60 second spot, but I think can really like do some damage in the Chiefs is Jalen Weidermeyer, the tight end. Um he had a horrible proto, and it's gonna make him drop. But you can turn on the film and that pro day does not resemble the player. The player is something totally different. I mean, he's just a big time playmaker. Um, I I don't know if they'll need a tight end. I I really don't know where they'll fall. But if you look at their big 30 visits, they're bringing in tight ends. They brought in tight ends, several of them, late round guys. So if Weidermeyer's there and he's a 62 and they feel comfortable with him, Mm -hmm. I mean, like I told you before, Andy Reid's a guy that doesn't care about any of that stuff. Like. If you can play on Sunday and produce on Sunday, mm-hmm. you're going to be a Chief or a uh, Eagle or whatever team he was on. That's just the way he it is. And uh, I, you know, I I love Josh Pascal, though. I think I, I if are if he's there and they take him to sixty two, that's a home run. I'm just telling you right now. He should be there. That's a home run. If if they take him.
0: But what, what do you think about Logan Hall? Let me let me hear your estimate on on him. I, uh, I love Logan Hall. I think he's
2: gonna go before sixty-two. Uh there's there's yeah. rumors that he could go at the end of the first. I mean, his stock is skyrocketing right now, and, and it yeah. is because of his motor. His motor, he's relentless. You know, yeah. last year Houston had Peyton Turner that went in the first round. Nobody was expecting that. And they were like, who in the The Peyton Turner. And they're like, What? And then, you know what? But them Houston kids are different. You go back at Oliver. Yeah. Like just yeah. Houston finds athletic specimens on that d-line they had a kid a couple of years ago named isaiah chambers who's in this year's draft class he's in McKin- uh-huh. McNeese state the kid won like damn near, he was damn near buck cannon winner for the for the fcs so houston wow. produces defensive ends that's like dnu so you know logan hall would not be a bad pick and he's a bigger guy that's a freaky athlete so yeah. uh, it would be a great it would be a great pick too but I definitely would take Pascal right there at that point. I don't care if Logan Hall's even there. I'm taking Pascal. I'm a, Pas- <laughs> like a Pascal Homer, man. I love him. Yeah, you yeah. can't I like when him. you're going up against the SEC every week and doing what he I mean. He was abusing. Like, yes. I, I talked to I talked to offensive tackles. I was trying to find a great defensive ends for my game, and I contacted yeah. Florida. I contacted Tennessee. I contacted these major schools, and I said. Who is the best edge rusher you ever had to face? They said, "Damn, that guy from Kentucky, man." Every one, everyone, right. everyone. everyone. Wow. dude. I mean, when I talked to Florida's left tackle, Florida's left tackle was like, "Dude, yeah, Pascal gave me fits, man. That dude's yeah. he's he's freaking tough to play against." I'm taking him. I mean, you sold me already. When you're playing left tackle in the SEC, and you're telling me that every single one's telling me the same thing. Yeah. Why do you think I wanted Josh Pascal so bad? I was, I was, man, look, I, dude, if, if I could have found his parents' number, I would have called. Like, I was that serious. I was trying to get him.
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I know, man, look, I, I like, man, I watched, the, I'm just watching the games. And, you know, it's true. I'm checking this dude out, man. He just kept showing up. And I'm, I'm he's just taking people's lunches. And I'm just like, man, he's, he's wearing these guys out, right? And nobody's saying, you know, UK, you know, you got some guys, of course. But, you know, this dude, shoot. But also too, Josh Allen. This is where he comes from. UK, you know, down with the Jaguars. They they mm-hmm. learned some things in UK for sure, right? They got a great they got a great staff up there, no doubt about it. Shout out to them, you know, for putting some 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 real guys out there. You know, so. Uh, but man, I, yeah, Pascal if he's there. Absolutely got to take it, man. I would love for him to be a chief. Love for him to be one.
1: Damon, you mentioned uh, uh tight end. Um... Uh, the the one name that I've seen a lot of Heat fans talk about, um, and I watch a lot. Pack, I, I I like I like Pac-12 football. Pac-12, and Big Twelve, football the the conference I like watching. Um, I like offense. Uh, but um, great uh Do you think he'll be around in that pick?
2: I think you can get him later on. I, I really do. I think maybe maybe a okay. little bit later on. Ninety four is where I actually have his name written. But he wow. could be a guy that could be there at ninety four. I don't think that you're gonna. I don't think you need him in sixty two. I. To be honest with you, I don't think a, a tight end's going in the first round. Um, the top tight end's going to probably be uh, McBride from Colorado State. I could see him going first, and I got him pegged about 10, about in the top five, top 10 of the second round. So then after that, you're really talking, you're already at almost 50 right there. So I wouldn't necessarily jump on Greg, but I mean, he, he could be there at the 90 to where it would be a much better value pick for them. But um, he's an athletic guy, too, with great hands. So UCLA just. Don't know how to use players correctly. I said that out loud, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> <sighs> All right, J.D., uh, now we're going to the 94th pick. We're going to the third round now, so. 90,
0: 94th pick. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. And and, and I don't know. I, I, I like this guy. I've been watching him. Uh, You know, when I was doing kind of the, the, the grading on it, I mean, he kind of keeps kind of like showing up to me. I, I don't know. And maybe it's just this kind of giving me, you know, a little bit of who this guy is. Uh, I think right now we need a safety. I don't know Tyron Matthew. I don't know how everything is going to work out. Uh, but you got we got Reed, okay. And I think we may need some help. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying, possibly uh, if we if we got this guy, and, and I kind of I'm I'm looking at him that uh, I could go either safety. Or I might go uh, corner. And so I, I like uh, Brian Cook from Cincinnati, OK? Hard-hitting guy. I like his toughness. He reminds me kind of like a, a time Matthew. He, he really does, in, in a sense, because he, he's aggressive in his play. Uh, I think he, he understands, you know, all the, the – uh, um, you know, areas like where he needs to be. Like he, he has a really good feel, okay, of like defenses and, and, and fitting in and, and areas and, and whatnot. And, and so he kind of jumped out to me, man. And, and I kept going through and I couldn't get past this guy. I don't know. I just couldn't get past him. Like, dang, God, he just, oh, I got to, I got to take him. I like him. I like him a lot. So he's one for sure. Uh, other guy, uh, Jalen Namor Davis. I don't know what, how they, I don't know maybe possibly he, he might get there uh you know a corner from alabama possibly so uh i, I like that about him so that that's where i'm at them too so what do, you, what do you think about uh ron cook what do you think about him man
2: well i can tell you what man howard bison baby that's all i'm gonna say because he was a hbcu kid he transferred to cincinnati um really shined at Cincinnati he shined at Howard he kid was an animal he'll hit you knock your teeth out uh absolutely love his his box presence he can come out he can he can take on a tight end one-on-one he's physical and athletic enough um I think he hits way harder than Tyron Matthew. um and, and he'll make you he'll make you pay I'm not I'm not no shot no dog in Tyron's a stud but he, he's not. He's not laying wood like uh, like Cook is. So I, I would take Cook all day long. I think that's a good fit. I don't know if, if uh, Davis will be there. Um, I, he's a stud, too. He's a very good football player. Um, not 100% sure he should have. I think he came out early. I, I'm not 100% sure he should have. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had another year. He probably should have taken it and kept it. But uh, you know what, He's if, even if we're talking about him in the top 100, he'd still be a steal at this point. I'm going to use a different guy, though. I'm going to throw a different player's name out there. You guys are really high on him from what I'm hearing. Um, and it's a little early in the draft, but he's a safety. And um, his name is JT Woods from Baylor. Um,
0: mm, if you, yeah, if, yes. if
2: he is a 4'3 guy. He's a special teams guy. He is a ball hawk. He is Tyron Matthew in a nutshell, um, but faster. So I think do you do you put him at you know obviously you got thornhill who's a stud but you and you also have um uh, like you said Justin Reed who who you know just came over from Houston but you know this is a guy that's a depth guy that you can get him he, he comes in learns your system and in a year or two he's your replacement guy he's the guy that comes in fills right now Um, they love him. He's got the speed. He has the technique he has. He's coming from a great defense. Baylor was awesome. Um, And I'll tell you what, man, I think JT Woods is the guy that I have written down number one on 94. He came in for a top 30 visit with you guys already. Um, And he would be he would be a guy that I think would fit right there in that pick. Um, I don't know if he'll he could still be there with 103. You know what I mean? He could still fall to 103, but I don't know if you risk that if you really need that safety. I don't think it's a major priority for them, but then again, if you can upgrade a position and know that you're getting a stud that can play special teams, remember special teams adds value big time. JT Woods played special teams and he was big time on special teams. So if you have a guy that can play special teams as well as coming in and reserve in a reserve role that can come in automatic that's way more valuable than, uh, you know, a guy that could potentially be a backup or, or something to that nature. If you can add that extra value, Cook could do that too. And and Davis, right. AD could too. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, either one of them would be great, but I also had them going secondary. I had them going safety. So that was your initial. So I think we're okay. on the right boat with that. Yeah, okay, all
0: right, good. Okay, well, cool. cool.
1: 103rd pick, the final uh, pick of the mock draft here of the three round. Pick.
0: <sighs> okay. Third pick. And I said, you know, defense is what we need. We need edge. We need this and that. But the third pick. Uh this guy, like I said, keep showing up for me. I like this guy's athleticism. Uh, but I like uh Dominique Robinson. Okay. Okay. I, I like him. I I like him. I, I hey, and I'll tell you what, man, this dude is an athlete. And so when I found out, man, oh, he, yeah. he moved from, from being wide, wide receiver. receiver. <laughs> yeah, wide receiver defense. I said, Man, this dude, yo, hey, any dude that could do that for wide receiver to put his hand in their defensive man to come out the hey, he's on my boat. I got him. He's <laughs> come on here. Come on here with me. Shoot, we're going to go get this. You need to be here with me. when We we'll come off of it. I know he'll be down for it. And so when I see him out there playing, man, he's jumping out of his cleats. I'm seeing I'm, he's fired off, man. And so you see the athleticism being wide receiver coming out. That's what it is. And he's, oh, he's raw. Yeah, he's raw. But you know what? Man, look at his upside when you have with this rawness. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got an athlete. And I said, look, guys only know what they know. And so <laughs> he's a guy that may not know nothing. You teach him some things. You tell him how to, how to do it. He'll get there. He'll be better, man. And, and that's what I like about it. So it's, it's three. I got like three edges, three guys. He's the guy that's going to come get the ball. When you need a, a play. Put this guy in. We need a guy to come in and, and you know, a few plays, you, you know, not a big guy. He's still got to learn how to, you know, go against the run and stuff like that. But, man, when, when you talk about a freakish athlete, to me, I'm taking him all day long. And I think he'll develop. He'll get better. Uh, but to, to me, that's the guy I would go with, man. So that, what, what do you think about him?
2: Man, look, I will be the first to say this. I discovered this guy. I don't care what anyone else says. He had committed to the hula bowl. We had him in the hula bowl for three days for yeah. 3 days. The minute we announced it, he got stolen from me. But I I'm telling you, I had discovered him, Miami Ohio baby. I don't care what anyone says. I'm taking the I'll take the knock for it later because he was a wide receiver. He's fast, he's physical. He does not take plays off. But if you need a third down pass rusher, third down, third and 5, yes. and you need somebody yes. to come in and say, "Go get him." Yep. Ooh, and I'll tell you what, you better get a hand on him. You better put mm. something on that kid because he's so damn fast around that corner. Little light in the pants, little right, raw in right. the move, but yeah. just straight line speed. Oh my lord, he's mm. so filthy. He's a wide receiver yeah. playing defensive <laughs> end. And if I'm right. not, if I'm not mistaken, there, Jason, right? That uh, you played huh? double positions at the Senior Bowl, right? You were one. I of did the I did Fun fact, did. right, Jason? Dunn, okay. right. A little uh-huh. defensive line action and
0: tight end action at the Senior Bowl back in the day, correct? That is correct. 100%. I don't know who else has done it, but yeah, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Only guy to yeah. go, at least for me, both ways. That's right. The senior bow. <laughs> that's it. I love but it. I love it. Dominique, <laughs>
2: Dominique Robinson, same type player. You know what? I wouldn't be mad with that. I actually had yeah. him going running back, taking a running back in the third round and throwing some juice out mm-hmm. there. Just why not yeah. add, add more right, potential right. and more stuff around uh, uh around Patrick? Obviously, you know you you lose a guy. You lo- when Clyde edwards alaire comes down, you know what I mean. It's not the same. So you add a guy like a James Cook who might be there at 103, or a guy like Pierre Strong from from South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Two weapons, great hands, fat, fast, speedy guys that can catch the ball. You can't go wrong there. And, and I, I, them are just two guys that I just throw out there, but not a, necessarily in a need. I don't think you guys have many needs. And at the end of the day, that's where we stand in the mock drafts. Is you guys are at a liberty to kind of take the best pe- player available throughout the entire damn draft if you really want to stick to that approach there's nothing saying that you have to take your guy you can wait and and if you look at the guys that they brought in in their top 30 i don't know how well they follow to it but like my buffalo bills their top 30 guys are guys that they're they're that's who they're going after like they're they're dead serious they're set on that them 30 guys right. that they have are guys that they have somewhere on that board to where they feel are going to be right there in that spot. And they're picking there. And when if they pick, they're taking one of them guys from that top 30 visit. If you look at your guys, a lot of your guys are like late round gems that that goes to show me something that shows me either you're really high on a guy that I'm not high on number one, or number two, you're not afraid of losing some draft picks for trade. Because right. you're you're value, you're evaluating guys that are later in the draft. So the guys that they brought in that are like late round guys, Greg Junior from Watchtop Baptist. I mean, not many people know about this kid, but this kid's a freaking freak. He's a beast. He's an all around football player. He, you remember a couple of years ago, you guys, I think you guys drafted Traymon Smith, right? He was a return man and everything. This kid's yeah. a better corner than Traymond Smith, but not as athletic as far as Traymond was a return man and everything else, but. Greg Jr. is a physical six foot corner. Um, You guys have brought in. Who else have you guys brought in? I was trying to look at the list, going over it all. Um, There was another safety, if I'm not mistaken, a safety or DB, a corner. You guys had. Oh, Jalen Watkins is another one. He's an extremely big kid, fast. He's a later, later round kid from Washington State. So, like, these are guys that they're obviously looking at later on, and you know, I. The Chiefs are—they're in a great position. You have six picks in the top 103. Yeah, right. And you were, right. you were the team that you—you were you the team. I mean, the chief, the Bengals beat you barely. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the yeah. day, it's like you're right there.
0: And I would like mm-hmm. to say that the Chiefs barely beat my Bills, by the way. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but you, but you know what? The the, the problem was th- to me is. You know when, when we needed the plays and those guys. Uh, when we needed to get Joe Burrow down, or we needed to get Josh Allen down, we needed that. You know those guys on defensive side to really show up, right? And we we got mm-hmm. we got Ingram late, you know, and he he brought a whole different mindset to the defense that we didn't have at the beginning. And so I, I always say man, you don't want to you don't want to compromise off. You you don't want look. I hate the whole score fifty points to win. I, I don't want no. That's that's a terrible philosophy to me, absolutely. Like I I watched how Buffalo did with their rotation of their defensive line. I'm like, yo, that fresh guys or fresh bodies coming in and moving. I man, that was that's it wears offensive linemen down. No fresh body coming in. Yeah, we
2: had fresh bodies coming in. We could not get to Patrick Mahomes. I know. (laughs) And in 13 seconds, that man. Ate my, my entire defense up to get in field goal man. That, that that was bad coaching, man. That was bad right, coaching. Yeah. I would have squibted. You ain't getting yeah, yeah. I'm kicking it, you returning it. You coming out at least nine seconds out of there. I'm gonna make you do something, but no, yeah. I mean
1: yeah. Sunday night during the season you were get you were getting to Patrick big time. That's the Sunday night where you got you guys got at us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I mean it works, but like you said, you know, when you have a rotation, a healthy rotation of guys coming in and out, you're not relying on a veteran, an old school veteran. Melvin Ingram's a beast, man, but you're not. You don't have to. Re, re, um, you don't have to just sit there and rely on him coming every single play. You have rotating guys, and Dominic Robinson's a stud, man. I, I, dang, I can't believe I didn't get him to the hula ball. I should have kept that quiet for another mm-hmm. couple of weeks. <laughs> but hey, you know. Hey, you win some, you lose some, man. But he's a right, yeah. player. Great, great human being too, man. He would be a great yeah. asset for you guys. So that wraps up, man. 104, right? That, that was the last pick? Last
0: pick. It was it. Yeah, it was last the name pick, I man.
1: wanted to ask uh, selfishly? Doing mock drafts, I've discovered a lot of these guys. Um, and there was uh, uh, Jojo Doman from uh, Nebraska who kind of plays linebacker. He can play safety. The guy kind of plays all over the field. What, what, what do you know about him and what, what do you what do you like about him?
2: I, you know what? I've been watching Jojo for a long time. His dad, Craig's a sports agent, um, probably one of the bigger sports agents in the country. Um, I, I've known him, his family for a long time. They're great people. And, you know, Jojo's a great athlete. He's a great football player. Uh, he really dominates on special teams is where his that's where he's going to make his money. I mean, you think of Peter McKay or Mac, Matt McKay. Tech or whatever his name is came out. He's in Buffalo. Yeah, Madikavich. He He's the guy like that that will come in. He's going to make money along for a long time in the league. He's going to be in the league playing for special teams. And, and, you know, not just special teams, he can come in and fill roles, you know, like Daniel Sorensen is a guy that, you know, he kind of reminds me of, you know, I mean, in a way, not not safety wise, you don't have to worry about that. I seen that face. Both of you guys' face dropped there when I said his <laughs> name. He's not that bad, damn y'all. Y'all made him. Y'all were like, "Oh, he's that bad." No, he ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, he's he kinda the like, "Hey, look." <laughs> I said Daniel Sorensen. You guys were like, "Hell no!" Like both of y'all, you, yeah. you, you <laughs> looked at each other. That was bad. No, okay. So let me let me let me wipe that off. All right. He's not like Daniel Sorensen. He's better. He's better than Daniel Sorensen my god that was ugly but um remind me to remove him from my big board from every no i'm just playing but no jojo's a really good football player he can play i think he can play all three downs and be a three down backer um little light little small not the fastest uh but as a as a as a gamer, he takes great angles. He hits hard. He's not afraid. He's always ripping at the ball. He does the little things that made you that made him a starter in the, in, the, in that defense. So it's the little things that are going to get you far in the league. If you're punching out the ball in the preseason, that's going to get you recognized by coaches. So them are the things that I think JoJo would bring to the team. And if you can add a player like that, then it would be a great it'd be a great addition. And he's better
0: than Daniel Sorensen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Dan, we, we, we appreciated Dan having him Dan there when, when we had him, though. We, we appreciated that, you know. So. Yeah,
1: he had his moments. He had his moments. Yeah, he did. Of course. I know a lot of fans remember the, the, the bad moments, but you also got to remember what, what he's done for, what he did for us. You know, he was an integral part of us getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. So, yeah. He he's always,
2: ball. he always punched at the ball, though. I mean, like, them are things you can't teach a football player. You either have that instinct, put your hands up when it when the ball's thrown. If if you're a defensive end, you put your hands up. You don't realize you 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 could potentially disrupt a whole lot of the game just by putting right? your hands up. Them are them little things like that you can't teach.
0: I, I just, that's I just never, I instinctual never... football. Yeah, I, 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 you know what, man, that's such a great point because I don't see guys doing it as much. I was like, man, put your hands up. Just you know. Disrupt it. Just throw it in the lane. Just all of that, man, at the last it, second. I mean. See, that pissed me off. We drafted Greg Russo to, to get after Patrick Mahomes.
2: That's great. But damn, you're yeah. seven foot tall. Put your hands up. You're nine foot tall. You should be able to hit something. <laughs> hit a ball with Hi. your pinky or something. I don't know. Damn. You know, <laughs> but just get in their throwing lanes. Yeah. And,
0: right. and
2: at the end of the day, if they throw it at your face, it's an incomplete pass. If you catch it, hell, you, that was good athletic play. You'll be remembered for it later, you know what I mean? At the end of the, but just put your hands up. It's little things like that. You know, uh, Charles Tillman made it many, many years in the league because of his punch. And and Mm -hmm. that's what, that's separated him. And what do they call it now? They still call it the peanut punch. So, Mm -hmm. you know, punch the ball, man. It's little things that can get you far in the draft and in the league. And to be honest with you, football players, I'll just give you some fun, some more fun facts before we, we leave just cuz you're drafted doesn't mean you're going to make a football team. We've seen that in the past. Last year alone, 21 draft picks were cut before at the end of the cutdown. 21, that's damn near a whole round. So, yeah. almost a whole round of draft picks were cut. And how many undrafted guys made it? Oh, a more than a handful of each team. So, it doesn't matter where you find the value. It's who comes in and who does the most. You're going to have guys that aren't just going they're not going to play well. And then you're going to have a guy that comes in, like you said, that has that chip on his shoulder that wants it more. That small school kid that comes in, that Greg Jr., that uh, Christian Watson that want it more. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to separate them from the pack. And at the end of the day, I mean, it could eventually get a veteran cut because if they think that he can replace them, you
0: take the cheaper
2: option every time. And especially when you got major contracts like Patrick
0: Mahomes. Yes, sir. I said all the time, man, you know, sometimes these contracts will price you straight out the market, you become expendable yeah. real quick. And they like, look, we ain't trying to pay that type of money. So, hey, we get this guy and come in here is cheaper. He may not be able to do what you can do. but We're going to get him cheaper. We're going to try to get as much added value out of him as possible. So that's mm-hmm. the league. That's how, the, you know, that's the league. That's how it works. True. you rid of the jokers every single day.
2: Yeah. And they're they're always looking to find somebody cheaper. Trust me. That's Absolutely. just the way it works. It's the way it works. Yeah. That's what their job is. I mean, if you can right. cut your payroll, if you can cut your payroll and still be good, you're a, you're a good dude. Like the Raiders yeah. cut their payroll and look at what they have now. Like Reggie McKenzie was crushed for all the moves that he made for trading all these people and oh my lord, look at what is he doing. He's getting first round picks for his best pass rusher and this and that and they're stacked right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're stacked and they have a lot. They have if they, they still have cap space if they want it. It's so cap space. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. They made and they and they've they've had some decent drafts. So I mean you you mm-hmm. can't pick if you pick two or three of these guys that come, you have six top 100 picks. Your odds of hitting on six guys is not high. I uh, mean, you're, but if you hit on three of them and go 50%, you just got three future starters. And if you can get a quality backup in there, that's right. how you keep your job as a GM. And that's how every scout keeps their job. So it's, it's times like this. Remember, Tyreek Hill will be always remembered in Kansas City as whatever picks are about to be coming behind him. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, the Miami Dolphins traded Tyree Kill for boom, 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 and then next thing you know, you're like, oh my god, that was a steal. Look at, that's the way it works, right? We go back yeah, and look. Right. We go that's back right. and look. The tenth pick in the NFL draft, the Buffalo Bills trade it to the Kansas City Chiefs. They come up and they take this quarterback named Patrick Mahomes. I get two draft picks.
1: Yeah.
2: I end up with mm-hmm. Tremaine Edmonds and Tre'Davious White. With all pro pro bowlers for Patrick Mahomes. Did any right. team really lose? No. <laughs> Not when I got Josh Allen.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: exactly. That's that's what happens. I mean, that's what you'll, you'll turn a franchise around just like that. So you know what, man? That's the way it works. And obviously, it, this has been fun, you guys. Uh, you know, much love to you guys. I hate when you beat us. I hope you guys lose when we play you. But... um <laughs> <laughs> when it comes down to the draft, man, we we can, we can, uh, we can all be on the same page,
0: sir. Yes Absolutely. Sir. No doubt, man. No doubt. Hey man, I appreciate you, brother, man. Seriously, brother, all your insight and all your work, man. And, and more so anything else, like you saying, man, like the small school st- uh, scouts, people don't realize like how much of a hard work that's going in and actually seeing these guys talking to them and whatnot, uh, just the amount of time that you put in and the traveling and whatnot, brother, Appreciate you, man. Much love to you too, man. For sure. All right. So yeah. yeah. Before,
1: before he goes out, I want to make sure we, we plug uh, Damon. Uh, Damon, uh, if you're out there and you, you like Damon Talbot uh, talking about this, which I, I love, I could talk to him all day. I don't know. I don't know about you, JD, but um, you can follow uh, NFL Draft Diamonds, uh, their Twitter account at Draft Diamonds, uh, nfldraftdiamonds.com uh, to hear, to, to see all their comprehensive coverage on these guys. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add, Damon? Did I miss anything?
2: Listen, I think your followers and your, your, your you know, your, the listeners, they just need to know who J.D. is. I don't think they really know who this dude was, man. He was a dog, bro. I'm telling you, I'm not trying to give him little little tidbits and throwouts. I don't want his head big. Look how little that door is compared right there when he got to get out dear, of it. Like- <laughs> I, don't, I need him to be able to get out of that thing later. But, I mean, this is the EKU Hall of Famer, buddy. I mean, they, right. we're talking about a great football player, um, athletic freak coming out. Everyone said, you know, by far one of the best damn blocking tight ends and it proved out over the years, but you could go up and get a damn ball too, man. So, you know, man, it's awesome to, to see you doing this and giving back and, and getting on and talking football with guys. And I think you were coaching too, right? Are you still at Kentucky State?
0: Yeah. Or are you going? No, no. So I'm, I'm not at, at Kentucky State anymore at the moment. Right. So I'm, I'm doing, I get my dumb for kids thing, man. But uh, hey, all the things you said, man, I appreciate every 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 word of it, man. Seriously, I do. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, man.
2: Well, well, like you said, man, giving back to small schools
0: is what we do. And if you guys really want to watch
2: out more prospects and more people, you know, you can check out our YouTube as well. Our YouTube channel, we, we interview prospects. Zoom interviews are 30 minutes long. We really get to know the guy, find out more about him, find out about the character, different players. Um, and we, we try to hit the late round guys. We have a huge lineup coming up. I know we got Reed Blankenship coming up soon from Middle Tennessee State. And there's a lot more players. So you can check it out, guys. It may have been on your top, your top uh 50 or top 30 visits some guys you know gregory jr we've done interviews with uh, different guys like that you can learn more about and uh i appreciate you guys for having me i really do
1: awesome, Man, anytime oh, man. And, 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 and as we go as we go on we would do more stuff with uh not more so draft season but we'd love to have you on during the year too man uh especially when we, what, do, we do we play uh the bills this year
2: oh i'm sure we do i we'll I'm probably, sure, I'm sure we'll 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 probably. Oh, we need bet. to win though we need something i don't know what we got to do to draft the 25th pick but whatever <laughs> it is if we need to we that sound of a gun needs
0: to give me some dubs so <laughs> i need some wins
1: <laughs> well we'll have to have you on during our uh, bill chiefs week so yeah uh, man
0: we got we got hear from you during that week man we definitely got to right, hear from man. you all right brother all right yeah man <laughs> i appreciate you guys thank you so much
1: all right guys well that does it for us thanks for being it chief concerns presented by Bet online we'll see you guys next week and i hope you guys enjoyed the mock draft episode see you guys